to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 382 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along. Did you miss us? Did you miss us? We got a bit carried away with the Queen's Jubilee and we're just sitting there munching on our little scones and um, sipping on our tea. Um, No, no. Did you see any of it? Um, I don't think so. No, I mean, I, I think I saw a couple of clips off the news or whatever. That was about it. So, anyway. Oh, I saw the clip that she had, uh, like, a, a cup of tea with Paddington beer. Oh, yeah, that yeah. I saw that. That's pretty cool, though, all right? That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's pretty. I think she's quite up for random things, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I dare say she's got some time. <laughs> but, yeah, that's right. That's right. But, yeah, but absolutely. That's not the easiest thing to uh quote unquote act uh across the, the from a I'm gonna guess a guy in a green suit. I'm assuming so, yeah. Yeah. That'd, yeah. Be, that'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> but yeah, from what I saw of that clip it looked like it looked like it was pretty fun. What have uh, you been up to since the last episode? I did a, a really cool um presentation for um a bunch of what do you call them? Uh, businesses, like a startup, but not people. Or- Chris, they're called people, humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were they were people. Yeah, they were from Auckland though, so I don't know. Do they qualify? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do. So these uh, was, <laughs> were they startup businesses? Did you say? So, yeah, no, I, it, they're not, not really? all startup. It's more small businesses, I think. Yeah. What I'm hearing is a potential customer base for you. Yes. To actually yes. charge them a proper price. Yeah, I, it was a free presentation, but it was good. It went yeah. down really, really well. Good. And I have been doing some coaching for somebody else um, who is a startup and mm. for their thing, and that's been going really, really well. And yes, I'm Excellent. getting paid for that. That's cool. Um, so yeah, that's what I have been up to. I took the whole long weekend away from work, so I didn't do any what? work. That's, um, I find that hard to believe. I know. It was, you do um, seem quite wide awake now. I <laughs> can tell that those couple of days off really paid off. It did, but then this week just went to crap. But we won't go there. Not going there. No, Not no, going there. However, um, oh, I did <laughs> I did bump into uh, one. So I, I caught up with uh, a couple of people that uh, helped coach TEDx Rukuru with me, uh, Gloria and Pamela, on yes. um, How was Saturday. That? I knew you were going there because you came around here to drop off. Uh, some oh, yes. I saw you first, yeah. Oh, how Did the kids like the toppers? Haven't tried them yet i i, I have expected that answer yeah that's cool so i um i caught up with gloria and pamela and they are going well um i gave them the update on where i'm at and then pamela gave her update and then it was time to go so i didn't really hear much from gloria to be fair oh you'll just but, have to um, catch up with her uh just by yourself yeah no, oh no no i don't know she was um giving giving us tasks to do uh that's usually the way gloria works so mm. TEDx Hobbiton might have to be resurrected by the looks of it, and I've got to do some work on that. Really? So, yes. That's exciting. Yes. So that, that should be cool. Oh, my um, gosh, it's raining so hard. I, can you see the rain? Yeah, I, it's, I, I can just hear it now because it's oh, obviously hit here as well. Mental. Okay. And oh, which good. is interesting because we're a, we're a good few miles away from each other across town. So that's a lot of rain. That's a lot of rain. All right. Um, so, yeah, so there's that. And then um, I went. After that, I went to see, so I had 
lunch with them, sort of wandered into town, and then I went to see Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, definitely worth seeing, I think. Uh, I do recommend you rewatch Top Gun before you go because it was very tied in, the storyline. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I mean, I had anyway. I watched it maybe a couple of weeks ago, the, the mm. Top Gun, um, just because I knew I wanted to see uh, Top Gun Maverick. And, and it's worth watching it at the movies. Yeah, I bet um, it, it would be. Big screen. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's it's pretty it's a pretty clever story. Um, and, you know, it gets a little Tom- cheesy at the end, maybe, but good enough. Like, uh, yeah, it, it's good fun. How was Tom Cruise? Did you? Just He's like good. He's Val, Val Kilmer, not so much, but Tom Cruise. Okay. Um, I mean, Val did what he can do because he's got a throat thing, eh? He's yes, that's right. He did too. So yes, he, he can barely talk in it, and and they built that into the story, so he oh, can okay. barely talk. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I remembered when he that happened, I was like, oh, yeah, that's because he's he's munted, <laughs> he, he can't do that. But, um, re- even apart from that, he doesn't look like you know, like he's aged a lot more than Tom Cruise has. Yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise, to be fair, hasn't aged a hell of a lot, like he, he's no, he's got the power of um, Zeno. <laughs> Come that on, man. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, not go there. Um, I don't want to get uh, cancelled by Tom Cruise. Um, but I did want to talk about, I did want to say, uh, oh, sorry. I, 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 th- this was on a on a march. So when I left there, I went to Noodle Master. And as I was leaving Noodle Master, yep. I bumped into an old friend of mine, Owen, yep. who I used to work with at Spark. And he may have a job for me, a full-time job. At, where at? Uh, Can you say? Oh, we'll talk about it afterwards. We'll talk that's about good. it afterwards. But hey, yeah. Uh, oh, that's good. I went to a funeral last week. Oh, oh yes. It, yes. It was a guy that was at my old job and I interacted with him occasionally. He didn't work on the same team as me. Really nice guy. Super consistently nice. Um, his dad also worked in the same industry. So I knew his dad as well. Dealt with him a bit. And um, he dropped dead at age 46. They found him in the hallway of his house. So very sad. Went to the funeral. There was over 300 people there. Both A lot of people from both companies, uh, the old company I used to work for and the company that he moved uh, and worked for in the same industry. So uh, I hadn't seen some of these people for eight years. It was like a reunion of people. Most people recognized me. The odd person didn't. Apparently, I've changed a little bit. But I think you're thinner than you used to be. Yeah, I, I got. I did say I, I, a few people did mention that, and uh, so that was all good. But uh, something happened, Chris, and uh, I saved it to tell you on the podcast. Okay. When you go to a funeral, uh, uh, and, you- and I will say you're right. Funerals are sadly very much like reunions. They, they really are, are. They are. So there was. Uh, it was good because there were some people that I was worried I was going to bump into. They weren't there. Oh, um, the funeral was live streamed, so I think maybe people are watching that, and um, it was it was good. But uh, we went to the after function thing, uh, which was good. And like I said, the guy that died, I knew his dad. I've met his dad. I've dealt with him in the past. Uh, I've never dealt with the mother, the mum, and uh, I'd only ever seen her from the distance at this funeral, right? And somebody said to me that there was another woman that we used to work at our old job that was at the funeral and she was coming to this after event thing. What you want to do, Chris, 
is not get the two people confused and muddled up like I did. So I went up to this woman thinking it was a person I used to work with. And uh, I said, hey, how's it going? What have you been up to? And uh, she says, not much since, uh, you know, thing died. I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty gutted. And uh, I just carried on talking like an idiot. And then after a while, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Because um, this, this other woman was with her. And she said, this is blah, blah. She's the mother of a uh, thing that just died. And I was just like mortified. And I was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. But you are the spitting image of this woman that used to work at this company. And I was told she was going to be here. And I've only seen you from a distance. I haven't seen you close up. I'm so sorry. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And this woman's like, oh my gosh. But the mom starts laughing and she was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Um, and then eventually she said, you know what? I think I needed this. And I said, okay. <laughs> and, and, and I'm pretty certain her son would have thought this was the funniest story in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately he's dead and he's in the ground. Um, that, that's that's amusing. Uh, it's funny because you know what that reminds me of immediately. Yeah. Um, us at, at um, uh, the the marketing uh, conference, no. the Trop Fest. We oh. were like, I'm <laughs> sure I know that guy in front of us. I'm sure I've met him before. I'll just start talking to him. It'll come to me. <laughs> but, I, but but I'm also saying to the guy, "You look really familiar," and he's saying to me, "Yeah, you look real familiar too." And I'm like, "Oh yeah." And then he goes, "Oh hey, I'm Andrew Little." <laughs> <laughs> no, the MP. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. That was great. So, uh, yeah, uh, that happened. But I just like the way you just like talk your way right into it. No, no holding back. It's all good. No, no hesitation. I, no, I love that. I, I, I must good. know this guy from somewhere. I'm just going to go for it, mate. Yeah, I'm just going to go for it. That's that's cool. That's, hey, that's uh, awesome. Congratulations to Guy. Guy picked in from the Guy and Harley podcast. Oh, what, what's up? Uh, they're in Amsterdam right now, and uh, he got Best Oceanic Actor for the uh, giant film festival he's at. Oh, right. Um, for, I, for what? For, for older? For older, yep. Him yep. and Harley were both nominated, and they oh, went. Wow. I don't know much about the film festival, but Harley was sharing fo- uh, photos and stuff. He Harley live-streamed it while they announced the winner, and the they're all in like fancy suits, and it was a huge theatre, and it was really really good looking like i don't know how big this festival is in amsterdam but it looked pretty epic and they said they they had the nominees come up and uh haven't heard of anyone else and they said the winner is guy Pigton. and he went up and he says you know what thank you very much this is amazing and he said you know you really got to thank everybody else that works on these films and he goes you've got your director your writer your editor and then he paused and he went oh that's right they're me (laughs) <laughs> and he goes, this is an ind- independent film. It took us seven years and um, just want to say thanks. And I'm assuming they partied very hard. I'm um, just going to say, he'd still be hungover now. <laughs> oh, they, they're there till the 10th. Like, I yeah. don't think they come back to our flat, but I'm looking forward to hearing and, their and podcast about And it's Amsterdam. It. So, yeah, it'll be a, there'll be stories. Har- Harley was really, really keen on trying everything that Amsterdam could offer. And um, I think, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. But apparently they've cracked down on things like um, the cookie, uh, the uh, brownies and stuff. Apparently it's mainly only for locals now. They don't really serve them to the uh, tourists. Yeah, but I'm an award-winning actor, bro. That's right. right. <laughs> I really want to. I really want a close-up of whatever the trophy was because I couldn't work out what it was. 
Right, um, right. This big gold thing. But anyway, congrats to him. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, no. Big congrats. That's awesome. Uh, oh, also, if you listen to their podcast, he's not 100% sure if he can get back into the country here, but that's a different story. <laughs> he, he, he had to get an emergency passport, and he's got a British passport, and they've okayed that in the UK, but the passport didn't turn up. Then he got some emergency papers, and they were sort of like giving him weird information. And who, he was who, guy or, or guy, Harley? Guy, guy, and uh, yeah. So he, but I thought he was from Dunedin. I no, he was born, his parents are English, and I think he was born in the UK. Oh right, but he grew up in Dunedin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, he's got some paperwork with him, and they said, "Oh, it sort of depends on what happens when you get to the border." They couldn't <laughs> give him an answer, so he goes, "I might just be stuck." At the airport, trying to explain what I was doing. Anyway, let's move on. What else? Oh, hey, um, you're a man that hoards stuff and <laughs> has random things. Sadly, sadly. I, yes. I saw a guy crossing the road at the supermarket the other day. He had a hoodie on, and on the back was the icon. It was all faded, and you know, it must have been 20 years old. And it was the faded logo icon of Adobe PDF Reader. And it had Get Adobe on the back and i was like hang on why is that a thing who's promoting it and how did you get it anyway yeah see i have a lot of random crap like that so i'm not surprised it, I, it made me think of you yeah 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 because i i've got to say i've got a spark um sweatshirt uh hoodie with a yeah. zip that i probably should throw out i'm amazed you know it's the one not all telecom yeah, you, yeah i know the oh, yeah. yeah i think it says telecom not spark but um you know the one because the cat used to live in it and yeah, it's yeah. actually split the zip. So I should chuck that away, particularly now that I've got a corkery cool, cool one given to me and it's yeah. warm as and it's great. Mm. But, you know, it's fully branded. I'm, I'm going to wear that till it dies. Um, I do want to talk about one thing I, yes. I thought was pretty cool today. Yes. Um, so, I, oh God, it's, it's written it up wrong. But um, it's a thing <laughs> about solar panels. Um, okay. And Stanford um, scientists have developed a solar panel that works at night. So, okay, that's awesome. But what? What's it? Where's it getting the energy from? Right. So, what it is? It's using a TEG thermogenic electric generator. In that's there. So what it's a I little, thought. It's yes. a little unit in there that they put into the solar panel. Hmm. So the the solar panel obviously gets warmer and warmer and warmer. Uh, during the day yep. and at night as the night cools the difference in heat between the uh, panel which is cooling down and the night temperature yeah cr- uh, this generator generate uses Ooh. that um, difference in temperature to generate electricity so it only generates a fraction of what yeah okay, it will okay. generate during the day but it's enough to run lights oh that's cool so that means y- you don't need battery storage. So the ge- so most most things mm. uh, with solar, if you, you need to generate the en- energy, and if you're not using yep. it straight away, you've got to put it into a battery, mm. but uh, so that you can run not, night lights at night, nights at light, lights at night. And so um, what this does, it means for a lot of people around the world, you know, poor poor people out away from the, electricity or whatever, countries, yeah. they can just run this uh, panel, and it'll give them power during the day to cook or whatever they need to do with it during the day and at night it'll run lights so oh, that's pretty cool yeah so i, I thought it's it pretty impressive and and this thermogenic electrical generator the teg can be retrofitted to virtually any solar panel that's already existing 
Oh, that's really cool, Ben. So you can just plug this thing. Well, I don't know how it plugs in, but yeah, put this thing on it. So yeah, I thought that was such a good idea and so useful. Uh, Just let's hope it gets out there and, you know, something happens with it. Talking about power and uh, great things like that, in the past, we've mentioned the Ford F-150 electric pickup truck. Yes, famous for its frunk. That's right. That's right. I couldn't exactly remember why we talked about it, but it was that. (laughs) I I love that. Just so to explain to people that miss episode, the frunk is the front trunk. Because there's no motor in the front. I think most people do know that, though. Like, electric vehicles are like that. Uh, yeah, but- yeah, yeah. But, um, but Americans have trunks, and it's a pickup, so it doesn't have a trunk. And we call them a boot. Anyway, it's a big thing. <laughs> I had to explain it. So with one of these trucks, you can power your house, right? That's in their marketing yep. thing. You can come to your house, plug it in, and there's so much battery. What they've done... Uh, when you own a Tesla, when they plug them into an official Tesla charging station, apparently that's a very specific plug that only Tesla has. Well, Ford has decided to give F-150 Lightning owners uh, a special charging cable. So if they come across a broken down Tesla, they can just charge it from the truck. That's freaking genius. How do you like that, that for a marketing that, move? That marketing is genius. Because I, I tell you what, I would not buy a Tesla, but I would, ex- you know, give give me all the money in the world. You know, the money's not a yeah, problem. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't buy a Tesla, but I would be very tempted to buy one of those F one fifty Lightnings. I really would. I they're mean, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're better than a Tesla, personally. And the the actual um, what you can do with the front of the truck because it has all this power, you can lift that that front open. Un, un, uh, fold the uh, tool tool table or whatever, yeah. you know, have a vice on it, have your power tools in there and go to work building whatever. It's, ah, it's a brilliant idea. It's pretty good. Uh, talking about building jobs in, the, in Ireland, they're having trouble with the construction industry because uh, new workers don't want to get out of bed before 7 a.m. Um, it's a big problem they've got there. In Ireland? Yeah. They're struggling to um, fill 35 roles. Uh, they had two applicants, and most people don't want to get out of bed before 7 o'clock. Oh you know, God. it's all about that work-life balance, Chris, and if they only want to work four hours a day. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm just doing that uh, old man moany thing, but I get up at 2.30 every it, morning. <laughs> it does feel like that, uh, definitely for me, uh, with a teenage daughter, that I've crossed that threshold of – what the hell are you talking about half the time? Why do you have no work ethic? What are you doing? And I think <laughs> I'm just turning into an old person. Uh, I, uh, th- that's my problem at work as well. The people just have no I, no yeah. common sense. So no. we've got this thing on the top of boxes. I'm sure you've seen this before. It says fragile, top stow only. Oh, really? Yeah. And I find this box at the bottom of the pile of other boxes on top of it crushed. And I'm like, I don't know what's in there. I hope it wasn't like cakes because that's sort of one of the things we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turns out, I've found out, it's full of um, like sauce pouches. Oh, but yeah, nice. you put enough weight on them, they explode. <laughs> but it's it's weird, eh? Because I can't figure out if there's a, a bigger societal shift with these younger people or if it's always been like this. And I was sort of like that at that age. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. And, and 
I think tough. I, I read things and use common sense and, and a lot of people don't. And it's, I don't think it's because they're younger necessarily. Mm. It's just the type of person. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> that we're attracting at work. God damn it. Um, but yeah, anyway, moving off that subject. Uh, <laughs> uh, what I wanted to go on about. Oh, um, I had a couple of uh, things I've chucked in here. This um, sort of, it, it was more the heading, like most things that get me, than anything else. That's how they draw you in, Chris. Yes. Um, California court rules that bees are a type of fish in order to protect them under the state's Endangered Species Act. Because I mean, apparently they don't have endangered insects, so they court said, oh, yeah, we'll just call them fish. I guess it's easier to do that than to come up with a new rule and push it through. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's interesting. I mean, I'm assuming somebody's going to take that to court and then go through the whole legal thing of why bees are not a fish. Oh, uh, they don't. They don't live in cares. water. They don't live in water. Is my top argument. I, I oh, I, I've got this. I, I wrote this over a week ago. So obviously, we missed uh, Queen's birthday weekend. We we missed that, and the weekend before that. So this was that week that I, I wrote this down. The weekend mm. before that was Memorial Weekend in the States. Oh, yes. And I, good... I said there were 15 mass shootings in USA this long weekend. Wasn't it 17 dead. now? Uh, no, since that I wrote that, so including that weekend and this weekend, oh, just okay, gone, good, good, good. it's now 30. That's okay. Uh, 30 mass shootings with, I think, 19 dead. So a mass shooting, as they call it, is somewhere where – Four people are shot and injured and or killed, at least four people who are not the gunmen. Yes. Yes, that's a mass shooting over there. Um, but what, what was interesting them. was one of the – well, you, we've talked about Bo of the fifth column before. One of his things he was talking about, I, I, I thought this was interesting. He said a gun ban's not likely to be helpful. Mm. Um, they've got so many guns there. Logistically, if one gun was turned in every minute of every day, how long do you think it would take to get them all in? Every minute of every day. Oh, I'm going to say, oh, I don't know. It's going this, to be is, like- this is all guns, all okay. guns in the years. States. 600 years. What? It's just mind-boggling. I know. And like- if they just turned in AR-5, <laughs> AR-15 style, like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Assault rifle style things. Yeah. One one minute, every minute of every day, uh, it would take a hundred years. So, oh my gosh, that's yeah. Crazy. So he said, so you know, banning the guns not going to really make a difference at this point in time because just pure logistics, never going to get rid of them all. I'd it's just be interested. Way too many. Uh, I don't know why, but I'd be interested to see like the logistics of them making all those uh, assault rifles. Like their factories must be just pumping them out. I guess I don't know. Like I'm just evidently. Oh, who? What did I read the other? Uh, there was a comment I read this morning. I can't remember who said it. And they were like, like you know, this is crazy. Like no other country has this problem. Like I know, I know, I know. Because there was um, there was a, a, a clip that I saw a, a few times. Like it kept popping up on social media. And I think it was an Australian journalist. Might have been New Zealand actually, but I think it was Australian who uh, was asking. I think it was Ted Cruz, and he was like, oh, yeah. um, so so, what is it? And the way he worded it was pretty bad because he goes, what is it about American exceptionalism where, you know, 
only in this country you get all you all get killed with guns or something. And and Cruz is like, uh, no, it's it's mental health. And he's like, well, yeah, no, yeah, um, yeah. due respect, there's mental health issues in every country in the world. You haven't got more, but you're the only ones with mass shootings. Um, and we yeah. all have doors too, you know. Surprise, surprise. We all have doors. So. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, anyway, we'll get off that to- topic or we'll talk for ages. What, what's the deal with Morbius? It's a movie, eh? Yeah, so I watched it like um, I watched it the other day. Like I, I you know, downloaded whatever. What? I, that shocks me. Shocking, shocking. And um, I thought it was all right. So it's like a Marvel superhero movie, but he turns into a vampire. Like, it, like oh, as a okay. scientist, I, does some stuff, and he turns himself into a vampire. I had no idea what it was about. Yeah, I've no reference. Right, okay. so so that's what Morbi- That's who Morbius is. That's okay. the surname of the guy, the scientist. Oh, and then, okay. and you know, then um, his buddy's best friend gets a, the same jab or whatever, and there's battles and yeah, yeah of course, of course, drama ensues. And then the ending is like, dun dun dun, what's going to happen next? Type oh, thing. Oh, yeah. So it was so bad, apparently, um, according to this news story, that um, loads of people were it, it drove. Ah, horrendous amount of memes online, which I didn't oh, see. No. I hadn't seen, so I, I don't know if that's true. But apparently so many memes, because it was only in the pictures for like a week, and so many memes were created by it that they're putting it back on, on, on film. They, they're putting it popular. back in the movies because more people know about it. So they obviously didn't have a really good, uh, what do you call it, ad campaign budget, beforehand budget, yeah 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 Marketing and so budget. with the memes it's driven it so it's it's so bad that it's coming back to theaters <laughs> like that's ridiculous that's crazy i didn't know that was a thing but uh, i didn't know on, that was a thing either but that's why I, I mentioned it <laughs> good on them uh, it's mental <laughs> what what is madonna up to oh um i'm gonna have to see if i can uh get into this because she did an nft okay and um, I, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to, I've got to give you the right description. Madonna is defending her NFT as art after criticisms of the work, which was made from real scans of her vagina. Good, good. Uh, the Entertainer 63 teamed up with digital artist Beeple. Oh, yeah, Beeple's yep, the man. To create the collection Mother of Creation, which depicts a nude Madonna giving birth to trees, butterflies, and other insects. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, according to Madonna, the Mother of Creation series connects the ways people create life to the way they create art. So creating life to creating art. And quote, I wanted to... There's a tree coming out of her. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on the website and there's a tree coming out of her. Uh, I quote, I wanted to investigate the concept of creation, not only the way a child enters the world through a woman's vagina, but also the way an artist gives birth to creativity. Oh, that was the artist explained. So there'd be people Mm. rather than thing. Yeah. So um, scroll down, scroll down and watch the videos play, Chris. Uh, Let's get some real time action. Oh, okay. (laughs) I did see that centipedes were a thing. Um. If you scroll, there's a, there's a centipede. The okay, I wasn't, I wasn't scrolling down. Oh, oh, now I'm scrolling down. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, <laughs> so a, we'll put the link. Fi- <laughs> we might put the link in uh, for this. It's a visual feast, isn't it? 
It's um, something. It's something. What? It really looks like she's farting butterflies, to be honest. But anyway. Uh, on, top of, on top of our old military Unimogs-type mich- truck. It's really weird. So anyway, if we will put this link in the um, show notes, but beware. <laughs> you oh. may not want to share this. No, uh, or watch it at work, definitely. <laughs> you don't want to watch it at work. Uh, oh, my God. No, I hadn't actually seen it. I just read the story. So there you go. Uh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> okay. Well, Madonna, keeping um, keeping it real. <laughs> Imagine being the place at the scanning thing. Like, hey, uh, the, someone's organized it. We've got Madonna coming in. you got to scan all her bits because we're going to be doing this art project. And they'll just be like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. Just, uh, just lay there while the, uh, you know, the cameras fly around you or scan you or whatever they do. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I've got a fundraiser for you to have a quick look at. Um, yes. We're all it's about a boosted. Yes. But it's boosted sports. So use, boosted is the one that's usually art. Is it boosted? Or am I thinking oh, something? Oh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So anyway, boosted sport. Um, so can you see the link there? Yes, I think I already know what this is because I think yeah. I've so already... it's the World Ch- Chase Tag in New Zealand. Yes, and I... it's being put together yes. by uh, Parkour. So I saw it through a link from uh, our Damien. friend Damien. Yep. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I will uh, put this in here and 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 um, we'll mention it. It's got a couple of weeks left at yes. the time we're recording this. Um, <clears throat> they're not quite um, at their target. They're about seventy-one percent. Yes. So uh, they basically the funny thing about this is they want to get certified to run it, and they need about fourteen thousand dollars. So uh, they've got to get the licensing. That's the big <laughs> thing. Because I was like, this didn't. I, I I didn't. I don't know anything about it. I just assumed that it was like a traveling show type thing where they'd come with all the gear and set it up, um, and then whoever would have a go. Uh, but yeah. I, yeah, I, I think it'd be I think it'd be a great spectator sport and, and good you know video like to watch on on video and stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised this isn't funded already because there are some donors already that are matching. So there's one matching up to five thousand dollars, one matching up to five hundred, five hundred, and a thousand. Uh, I just thought that this would be almost a no brainer for some sort of business or uh, gym or I don't know. Somebody yeah, a clothing supplier like a Reebok or a whatever. Yeah, you'd think I, they'd just be all over it. Because it's a big thing overseas, I think. I've seen yeah. little bits and pieces. I mean, there's that movie based on it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I hope. I mean, they've only got 24 donors and they've already raised 10 grand out of 14. So uh, yeah. I hope I hope it gets thing Because I think they're going to run it. Uh, is it Portland's? They want to set up, I think. I hope so. Uh, I, I didn't go into the It'd be, I, To be honest, I think this would be pretty amazing to see live. Oh, absolutely. You, absolutely. Not, you don't really need to know anything apart from one guy's trying to tag somebody else and they're all over the place. Like, yeah, and you can just imagine there'll be some pretty epic um, breakages, arms and legs that, yeah. and thumbs and shins and toes. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be quite brutal. Um, so yeah, so it's it's a cross between tag and parkour for those that don't know. If you uh, Google just uh, will chase tag, um, yeah, or, or do that in YouTube, you can see some epic um, 
uh, bouts, I guess you'd call them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it looks really exciting. So I thought I'd mention that and give it a bit of a boost. We'll throw that that link in the show notes as well. Um, so check that out. And uh, if you feel like supporting it, that would be most welcome. Oh, they also, they've got a real unique situation. I didn't realize this. They got the green light from the World um, Chase Tag Organization that not only do they get specialized one-on-one training to run this event, but they also get certified so they can certify others in New Zealand and Australia. Yeah. But for them to do that, they've got to join the team in France and then go on a trip to Germany. Okay, that's pretty cool. That 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 sounds right, and then that makes sense too. Like, so Damien's um was uh what was it? What was the title? Was it CEO or whatever? Chairman of the World Parkour Association for mm. a while. I don't think he's that anymore. I think that, that was a four year term or whatever. Okay. But um, but yeah, so he's he's world uh, recognized in that's this good. space. So yeah, so he's got some credibility to 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 do this, and yeah, yeah, it, it would be very good. Anyway, good. that brings us to the end of this podcast episode, Chris. Absolutely. So uh, sorry you all missed us last week, but hopefully this uh, episode has made up for that. And I'll tell you what, if you have a problem with it, <laughs> you make a podcast uh, like over three hundred episodes and see how many you miss. How's that? <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, we uh, yeah we, we have these these uh, weekends off every now and again, which is all good. That's cool. Uh, so until well, you know, check us out thechrisandsampodcast dot com. Come say hi. Let us know about any randomness, technology, or life stories that you may have stumbled across. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.